Where's the valet? Hey, hey, yo. Yo, red cap. What up? Do me a favor. Watch it for me. Don't scratch it. Hello, welcome to GBHBL Whiplash, and we have a special subject to be talking about this week. We're going to talk about the dirty word almost of metal nowadays, although maybe not nowadays because it's kind of had a nostalgia resurgence. Yeah. But um, once was a dirty word, um, but what got me into metal back in the day, this, this genre. We're going to be talking about new metal. Going to be talking about new metal. And then NU. Yeah, that, the NU metal, the 90s, early noughties craze that eventually, I don't know, set fire to itself and fucking burned. So, when you think of new metal, Brendan, what bands come to mind? What do you think? When someone says to you, oh, if I said to you, recommend me a new metal band, what would you say? I will not do such a thing. Let me recommend you a thrash band. Yeah. What the fuck do you want to know that? No, like, um... I guess the obvious one, the, the one that always pops into my head, no matter how much he hate, he's going to hate me for saying it, Jay, uh, is uh, Korn. The first band I would always say when people go, like, name a new metal band, the first one is always Korn. Korn, yeah. Straight into my head. 100%. Yeah, always. Sorry. Exactly the same. Sorry, JD. Yeah, no, it's, it's <laughs> I, 100%. I, 100%. When I think of new metal, when I first, when I, before we, when we planned this weeks ago, I, um, I wrote one quick line about it, and the first band I wrote about was Korn. Because yeah. that was like, yeah, that was my go-to. Whatever they were trying to say, or tried to say nowadays, that was up until... Fuck, up until... No, because Issues is a new metal fucking album. Are you yeah. kidding me? I'm trying to think of what album might have taken them out of new metal. Well, I, I, this is probably one of the, my points I was going to make on this. This is the big, the big question is always like, when, how long did new metal run for? It'll go from here to here. I actually don't really think that new metal ever went away. I think it's still there now. I think it disappeared. Like, in the I, mainstream, it disappeared. It may it disappeared in the mainstream to a degree, but I don't think Korn's most recent album is that wildly different to some of Korn's like early 2000, no, late 2000 albums. Why is that not a new metal album? It's comparable to Untouchables, which I would consider a new metal album as well. Yeah, it's purely right. because of the time of year, because we say new metal's dead. Therefore, if Korn released an album now, it's not a new metal album, mm. but new metal's dead. I, th- I would and always... Like, yeah, strange. I always saw new metal as having died as when the major players within it yeah. um, either changed the sound completely or disappeared. So like Limp Bizkit, they disappeared. Papa Roach went off in a total new direction. Um, Spineshank, the likes of them, they all yeah, fucked yeah, off, yeah. basically. Um, that's Linkin Park changed their sound completely. That's kind of how I, uh, that's kind of like System of a Down. They moved on and went a different direction as well, although, you know, their new metal, Slipknot, yeah. they went from self titled, which was a new metal album effectively, um, to Iowa, which was Do way I, more aggressive. I don't know, like, again, I'm, I'm only just throwing, I don't necessarily even, <laughs> it's a weird thing to say, I don't necessarily even believe everything that I say all the time. It's just like the thing, random thoughts are popping in my head. But one of the reasons I think that new metal disappeared is actually because we didn't actually, we didn't get rid of new metal. What we did and we do regularly now is we break things down to smaller genres. Yep. And actually bands that were classed as new metal, it's just that we then multiply genres by a thousand. So we have new ones to fit them into. Okay. Um, All right. I'm talking about one of these bands actually, and this because ties in with this, I'm talking about this specifically today. Back in the day, Skindred were classed as new metal. Really? They were classed as a new metal band, as far as I remember them. I, I didn't know Skidron back in the day. Yeah, so. see, I, I did. Uh, and I remember them. And, I, and they were classed, to me, as a new metal band. Maybe mm. not to everybody, but to me, they were a new metal band. They're listed even here on the list of really? new metal bands as a new metal band. Really? Now, 
Skinder of these days, what would you class them as? Reggae metal? Or I would, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like well, reggae rock. Reggae rock, reggae metal. I don't remember that as a genre back when I was listening to things like new metal. Is it sure? Is it not? I mean, the Skindred albums of modern day aren't that different to the Skindred albums of past days. Is it just that we've recategorized things? To you drop no, you make metal? an interesting point. Yeah, because I, I would never have even considered Skindred as a, a new metal band in that sense. But you, you make a very like, it's yeah, you're not wrong in the sense that they like that reggae rock is a weird category. Like it's a weird category yeah. that suddenly pops up, and you're like. Uh, yeah, we do do that. We've broken things down in such ways sometimes that it's utterly pointless yeah, to a degree. It's like have one band in the genre. Yeah. It's their own genre now. But then, I think we've talked about this before, I agree with a lot of it because it is like it's a difference, you know, I would, you know, how do you, how do you differentiate someone between X amount of death metal bands if someone's playing a more technical... Yeah, you know, I agree with that. Aggressive well. side. And, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm mm. just saying that back, to go back 20 years ago, and I would imagine this will continue on. It's always happened because I imagine if it went about 50 years ago, there was probably like four genres. Yeah. And then like 10 years after that, there were 44 and then there's 444 and it continues to go. And the point that new metal was in, bands that were in new metal, there are still a lot of bands still going today. And some of their songs, not all of them, but some of them are still playing similar-ish music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then we've just recategorized them now. We say that, oh, no, well, new metal doesn't exist. And so now you're reggae metal. You know, it's not, all right, yeah, don't get me wrong, your sound's changed over the time. Yeah. So we, we all now, what's, I don't even know what the categorise Slipknot has. Fuck. Corners latest album's not that different to the ones previously, yeah. but you're not new metal anymore, you're now something else. No, because I would have caught, because it's weird, because Corners new album come, came, comes, came at a time when there was a bit of a resurgence, and um, I think, I think when I think of resurgence of new metal, I think of one particular band, um, which is, well, oh, it's a question that I was going to ask as well, the modern attempt, and it's Kane Hill. Now, you know, we talked about this on previous podcasts. I'm not going to name who they are, but again, a certain major publication grabbed hold and went, man, this is the new best thing and bringing yeah. new metal back good. Yeah. I listened to it and went, you're having a laugh, right? It's the worst, not the worst new metal because Jesus fucking Christ, do you remember the lights of Crazy Town? Um, but like, I was just like, oh, awesome. Yeah. 90s shit. And that, so like, that's kind of why like, I think Korn, would, it, would you put it against Korn to have seen that and gone, well, yeah, let's do that again. Considering they seem they were, to have all been grabbing trends. What, what would they do? They just release another album. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, uh, there's no point in, if you take out the fucking DJ start type stuff. Or, yep. Uh, I can't remember what it's called now. What's the... Samples. Mi- samples. Uh, no, like, what do they call it? The genre t- that t- he was in. The genre that they... Who? Like, uh, oh, um, oh, fucking hell. DJ Skrillex and all yeah, that. Yeah, oh, um, oh, what that? is that? Oh, fucking hell. 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 Oh, yeah, so like the the debut album Corn. Yep. Is and and I'm trying to think how different is the second album. It's not. It's, it's quite different to the first album. But, but it's, it, really, it's really when you hit Follow the Leader that they that they start changing. Mm. And Follow the Leader would be would be a huge new metal album, absolutely massively new metal. Yep. And if you play from that onwards, tone go up and down. There are some tones where it's more serious and all that sort of stuff. But musically, they're very similar all the way up to their most recent album. Yep. I find it very similar. And if they release another one, it'll be quite similar as well. Oh, yep. That's not a diss. That's what Korn are. That's right. That's exactly what they are. So, at what point did Korn stop being new metal? Well, they said they weren't new metal anymore. And that's what it is. because <laughs> they didn't stop. Yep. We just stopped categorising them as new metal. Mm. 
The music didn't change. We suddenly went, oh, they're like doom now, or they're fresh, or they're hip. I don't know whatever they are. Okay, yeah, no, I get that. We just said, well, the talk. I guess new metal had a had a had a lifespan, so it's like a you know like a gravestone where it says from this year to this year, yep. rest in peace. So at that point, we can no longer categorize people as new metal. Therefore, we have to give them a new category. Well, also as much about style and image as anything else. A new metal band, it was always they. It was like trying to capture a mix of punk and being real. Wasn't that all about about being real? I don't so really you were know in what your tracksuits. Yeah, it was like an image thing. Like that's why you had your limp biscuits and your corn, and there was a lot of that crossover and. and um, spending time with each other so Lip Biscuit would have corn in their videos and Fred Durst was popping up on, on Soulfly's yeah, 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 early yeah. albums and shit like that yeah I get all that but then you go back to the other bands that still, go to the ones that still exist you mm. know like Marilyn Manson mm. Marilyn Manson early albums new metal Antichrist Superstar yep yeah and I know he geezer goes through changes so yeah, maybe it's hard to just too... the way but from an image perspective musical perspective the most recent album is not that far off of stuff like uh, Mechanical Animals yeah, yep. it's not far off that at all. Yeah, Mechanical Animals was definitely a new metal album. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's yeah, the one I would go to. Not. Even though his image is the same, yeah, and the music is similar. It's and a, do you know what I mean? Like, it, I'm, it, I'm, I've make... got no problem with it being dead, but I guess what I'm, what I'm more worried about is that we're all being lulled into a false sense of security, and new metal's not dead; it's just lurking. No, but the fucking we're shadow. reviewing the albums, and secretly they're bringing still. the albums out still. But we've called we call them something else now. Well, we might as well end this podcast now. Brendan said it's pointless talking about it because it's still alive. I'm in, in, a, in a room somewhere underground in a cave, Jonathan Davis, Fred Durst, you know Marilyn Manson. Maybe even Max Cavalera back in the day, but not so much these days, you know, with the soul, early soul flight. Yeah. Shit, we're going to see them in August. You know ah! I mean? They're all sitting there going, uh, the pricks think that new metal's gone, but we, they're still buying it. Still underneath, like a little fucking. Like, and they have come up with plans. They go, let's go, oh, we've got to make, oh no, they think it's coming back. Kane Hill are coming out. We've got to make them think it's dead. So JD comes out and goes, I'll tell you what, I'll go out and say that like, I hate new metal. And that's what he does. And then they're like, J- JD, you've got to make three dubstep albums, mate. you got to. Well, we'll stop worrying for real when they announce that Family Values is back. Yeah, then we can really talk. panic yeah because that's that that would be the real worry right so because like i said it's such a broad subject as brendan pointed out it makes it really difficult yeah. really fucking difficult sorry i'm gonna there'll be well we're gonna be talking about a lot of the bands as well i'm really giving our opinions on what was it just random bands well i've got a list oh you're gonna do it for okay. a list yeah okay um but first things first this is a question that i asked myself and i couldn't answer it because i don't think it's were you even aware that new metal was a thing while it was happening. Oh yeah. Okay. You're yeah, right. but again, this is an age thing because I was into metal before new metal. So new metal was. Uh, I grew up with new metal, yep. but I was into metal before new metal. Um, I remember it at points when I was younger, it being a real problem to me. Mm. I used to get very frustrated with it. However, eventually I just embraced it and I, yep. I kind of enjoyed a lot of it. Uh, I was hating a lot of it. Don't get me wrong. But there was a great percentage of it that I really enjoyed, but I, not at first. At first, I was like, uh, you know, say, it used to be, I can't remember what it's called now, it used to be on a, on a Oxford Street, it used to be a metal club. Okay. And yeah, just like a little metal club, we used to go up there with a couple of people, and we'd go in there, and uh, we'd make a thing about, like, uh, you know, we'd be happy rocking out, like, to Maiden and stuff like that, you know, but then Linkin Park would come on, so we'd go and sit. Oh, right, so, yeah. Like, no, I ain't doing this. Yep, make a point, <laughs> yep. But over time, you realise that you ain't making a point to nobody. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Missing out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> so the park like, have some banging tunes. Right, let's stop making a point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that making a point probably lasted about like one night. Yeah. Don't yeah. get me wrong. And, but there were things that I never really got into. I never became a big Linkin Park fan. Right. Although I do like a couple of tracks of theirs. Of course. A lot of the tracks of theirs that I like, I heard many years after they were popular. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair um, enough. You know, I've never listened to Hybrid Theory all the way through. Oh. I only know probably two or three songs of Hybrid Theory. Again, probably purely because of the time that I was 
listening to metal. Um, my biggest problem with new metal and why I was aware of it was because I used to get very frustrated because people kept classis- classifying my bands that weren't new metal as new metal. Right, so everyone's just getting lumped into it. You know, so like a a band would do something like it was like say Machine Head for example. Yeah. Right? So the Burning Red album is classed as a new metal, new metal album. album. Yeah. Um, I get that. Mm. I get it. I get it more for the image than I do for the music. Yeah, that's what I think. Musically, I don't think it's new metal at all. I think they got lumped in because of the image. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was also such a drastic change, so to speak, from the first two albums. So, you you know, even on this, I'm not planning to use this as like anything for this, but I just brought it up earlier on on my phone, this list of bands that are new metal bands. Yeah, considered, yeah. And the bands that are in there, and I'm just like, they're not, though, are they? You know, Machine Head are in there, Soulfly are in there, and I get that for because like, they not because they're a new metal band, because they had a new metal album. Maybe they did an album, or they did one thing, or they did something like that, and it's like I would become frustrated with new metal purely because it became this like it didn't come along and just coexist with other genres. Yeah, yeah, new metal it kind of came along and like absorbed everything. Yeah, it just took everything, and that's all that mattered for a few years. Yeah, because it only was the bands that were the high points of that were like they were pushed. In the mainstream, is such a po- like if you watched um, certain TV stations back in the day, all you saw were the same videos from these new metal bands. Yeah, shit. Limp Biscuit did Rolling, one of the biggest songs in the yeah. of of that time, and they, they and got Ben Stiller and closest, stuff like that. Probably the the only real genre, like the whole genre that ever came to the point where it crossed over into the mainstream properly, mm-hmm. where people I know who are not metal fans bought Limp Biscuit albums and uh, loved Faith and the cover yeah. of that. I remember being in a pub club. In Plumstead, called yeah. the Electric Orange, which was play would play dance music and R and B, and they played the Limp Biscuit cover of Faith in there. And I remember being there and thinking, like, what the fuck? Yeah, so like it's got that much crossover appeal. Yeah, like, you so know? you know, and that these days, yeah. no, no, I haven't changed that. Actually, I was gonna say I might have changed a little bit these days. I don't want to cross over that much. I don't really have no desire for the mainstream to come and join me in the metal world. I'm quite fine with them being over there and me being over here. No, I don't yeah. want everyone who likes Ed Sheeran to suddenly go. You know what? We, we've accepted metal, we're now going to come to all your concerts. <laughs> no, I don't want you no, to. Don't I've got no desire to cross over. So in a way, new metal almost became like the bridge that I needed to... We need to burn the bridge down because you're letting them in. <laughs> Man, the fucking goddamn yeah, gates, Jones. that so kind what, of thing. What are you doing? Stop with the new metal now. They're all coming in. <laughs> um, right, so then, well, let's... We're going to talk about some of the bands that are basically considered to be... Well, when you hear them, you're like, yeah, that's a new metal band. And it's really just to gauge... A much because me and Brendan have never really talked about a lot of these fucking bands. Nah, ever on his podcast. Without knowing the bands that are going to come up in your list, I'm in the first one because I've read it already. Yeah. Um, I would imagine most of these bands or a lot of these bands are going to have one album. Yep. Maybe a couple, and there's going to be a couple of tracks I would maybe remember from them, or you potentially know, just one. As yeah. There are one. There's not going to be a lot. Or there might there might be one or two if they're bringing the corns and the Slipknot, but there's not going to be a lot of guys that are still banging albums out today. Yep. Still doing really well for themselves. Because what's interesting about this list as well is um, a lot of these are where I remember I had had my fill of what was new metal. Because um, I wasn't really aware at the time it was happening. I was getting into metal. To me, they were just bands and yeah. stuff. Like that. I remember hearing, um, I think it's Hot Dog, Lip Biscuits. The one oh, where right. he swears Hot, a lot. Chocolate and, oh, the song. The song. Yeah. And it's supposed to have like some 200 t- fucks in it. in it. And I remember thinking, oh, it's so edgy and so cool at the time. Honestly, even all these years down, I still remember all the, most of the words. Right? Yeah. The fucked up world and the fucked up place and everybody's judged by their fucked up face and all that sort of stuff. It's just like, shit sticks in your head forever. It man. does. It's like a stain on my brain. Just eroding away. So Crazy Town then. Crazy Town. So Now, I might be wrong on this. Crazy Town, the, the only song I can think of might not even be them, which is the Butterfly song. That's it. Is that it? Yeah. Come, my lady. That's come it. Come, yeah. yeah. 
That's yeah. literally it. I hate that song so much. Yep. Two reasons I hate that song. Even just two nights ago at a barbecue um, for my missus family. Yeah. They were playing, they were doing a, what they called their, because there's no Glastonbury this year, their mini Glastonbury barbecue. Oh. Uh, and that was one of the songs on the playlist for it. And these people are not rockers in any shape or form. And they had it on. Some of them are, don't get me wrong, but like, uh, you know, this, but these are the songs that they would play. And they were all like, oh, I love this song, this song's awesome. I remember that song come out and I just kept struggling, why is this even in the metal category? This is like a kind of slow R&B sort of thing song. There was no point where it kicked in, it had a little guitar melody. melody That's right, yeah. And that was it. These are in a forest with fairies flapping about and stars in his cheeks. A rapper, yeah. A legit rapper. I second Brendan. I even during my um, early days of metal, I fucking hated this song. I fucking hated that band. And you just singing the little bit yeah. you did there is like a it's like a knife to my brain. But I can see why it's very successful because, like you know, I've, I haven't listened to that song since whenever I was probably forced to listen to it. Playing on a radio at work or something like that yeah. one day. I, I still remember it clearly. The video, mm. the image, what he looks like, everything. His tattoos. Yeah, yeah, I can picture that as like, well. So, you know, I can see why it became a phenomenon. Yeah, like a sort of drugged up fuel, like like a, like a on LSD style imagery and stuff like that. I mean, interestingly, they reformed in 2007 and are still going today. Well, I'm glad re- we don't know about recent that. recent album came out in 2015. I'm glad we know. Clearly, they're not on, in our world then. If not, on our, not on our radar. Yeah. Alien Ant Farm. Two songs I can do this time. Which ones? Uh, well, their most famous well, one, which obviously. is not even their song. Yeah, no, which right. Is, uh, Smooth Criminal. Smooth Criminal, yeah. Um, and then Movie. That's it. That's, song, that's, like. that's the two that I think of yeah. as well. Movies and Smooth Criminal. That's all I know. I don't even think they were on the same album. I don't even know if they were albums or singles or what. Oh, it's a good point. I don't know if Smooth Criminal was, because obviously it was a cover. If, if you if you don't know, it was a cover I mean, by, well, yeah. it was Michael Jackson. Um, I mean, fair play if you can, like, sell God knows how many versions of that they've ever sold, and it's not even your song. Yeah. <laughs> well yeah. done. It's. Did, did you did you did you like it? Did you like it? No, I like some. Oh, it's all right. Don't even know. I've got no problem with it. Mm. It's, 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 I like Michael Jackson's version though. It's a good song. Well, see, I'm not a fan of um, Michael Jackson's version. I mean, I wouldn't sleep over with him or anything like that. But <laughs> you can't. He's dead. <laughs> it's safer. <laughs> no, but like, it's 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 just one of those songs, isn't it? I guess it's one of those rock night songs, isn't it? If it come on, I'll be all right. I'm drunk. I'll be all right with it. I'm gonna get up and dance. Yeah. But I've got no problem with being. It's not like Crazy Town. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's quite different. Oh, this is fine. It's that cover of that Michael Jackson song. Movies I actually quite like as a song. It's got decent enough. Yeah, yeah. Just like the movie. Yeah, okay, cool. See, um, I actually really hate the Smooth Criminal song, but that's not because it's a bad song or a bad cover. It's actually because it was so overplayed. Yeah. Um, You can go five minutes on radio stations, whatever, without that being played because it was so accessible. Any radio station could play it. So they were. Yeah. Right, we're going to hit one now that I am an unashamed fan of. Oh. Static X. Oh, okay. Big fan of Static X. Um, Enjoyed lots of music and um, once saw them live where basically no one was there and had a blast. I'm not a big fan of Static X, but no? I did like one album. But I don't know if... Yeah, it's, I'll tell you the name of the song I remember the most of it, but I like the whole album, which was the one that had Cold on it. Yeah, Machine. And Black or White. That's right, it's called Machine. Yeah, yeah. so I like that album. Yeah. I know that wasn't their first album. I know there was other albums. Yeah. Um, but I didn't like anything else. Okay. No, I really um, like the song I'm With Stupid and uh, like, yeah. so Machine was a great album um, with black and white and stuff like that. But yeah, that's actually one I can go. I mean, they're obviously finished, completely finished. Yeah. Um, Wayne Stag's dead now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, there's actually a decent band. I, yeah. Good hair. Right, here's one that I've heard of, but I know next to nothing of them. Edema. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I've heard of them too. Yeah. I also know Netflix is nothing of them. So they had very little impact on me. Yeah. Um, I've got yeah. nothing on them. Literally, absolutely nothing on them. Right, here's a one. Here's a big one. Because this album, their debut album, was one of my favourite albums as a youngster. But I now pretty much despise this band's music. Disturbed. Okay. Yeah, so we're talking The Sickness. Yeah, yeah. The they more like The Sickness, didn't they? Yeah. That was just at the time. Um, I, wouldn't, I won't lie. I always, while I found it funny, the stupid noises that he makes, yeah. I used to cringe at them. I used to think, like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's weird. It was kind of like, like okay, this is kind of funny. But at the same time, it was always a bit like, what are you doing, man? Stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, it's Don't heavy. Make, it's good enough without needing that. It's like serious metal. I was like, oh, this is metal, brother. You can't make stupid monkey noises. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, they, they went... I mean, they're still going today. They're still popular. Yeah. They're still popular. Um, Had a brief hiatus and now back. A few bits and pieces, don't they? They did um, uh, Sounds of Silence, the cover of... That's why. Oh, that was hugely popular. They did it on a live, like on an American TV show, like the Jimmy Kimmel Kimmel. show or something. Oh, really? Wow. Or like the Late Show or something like that. Like some big show like that. Yeah, one of the big American ones. Yeah, it's massive for them. Billion fucking viewers or some stupid shit. Or waiting for somebody to... Why is it always their covers that people go nuts over? Like the 10,000 Fists, the Land of Silence. Yeah, and... What was the, what was one of the first albums? Oh no, that that, that was that was so bad. Shout, shout, shout two thousand, shout. Yeah, shout. Oh, I hate that song. I'm not a huge fan of uh, Disturbed. I have no problem with Disturbed though, as in like they don't affect my life. Yeah, uh, do what you want to do. You seem to be doing quite well for yourselves. Um, I quite like the cover of Sound of Silence, although I don't particularly like the song, so I don't listen to it. Yes, it is. Yeah, there's. <laughs> I've a... listened to it one time because I saw the video to it, and there's a quite cool video to it. It's quite nice quite dark and morose and he does rock it up a little bit but because I hate the song I'd only ever listen to it once so I've no desire to ever listen to it again see you've got a great point uh, I don't like the song either um, I have heard it um, yeah. and so on but my issue like I said I was so big I probably over, that's my, arguably one of my most overplayed albums as a youngster but um, they quickly fell into repetition and blandness and what you described like so the cheesiness of those I couldn't get past it a lot of the time Um and then I heard Shout 2000 because on that album I used to always stop at a certain point because yeah. I hated Shout 2000. I thought it was terrible. At the time you, I didn't even know it was a cover. I don't think that album aged well though. Have you listened oh, to ever any of it? Yes. Not like, for a long time. Get up, get up, come on, get down with the sickness uh, and all that. It sounds fucking terrible. Man. Really? Oh man. I haven't listened to it for a while but I do remember I went, we were somewhere and we were flicking I think it might have been around a friend's house we were flicking through like old songs that we used to listen to and you know not a lot of this shit aged well. Right. You know. Talking about one then that I'm sure you'll agree has not aged well, particularly if you dare now to listen to the lyrics, Drowning Pool. And you know oh, what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Which is basically bodies. Yeah, let the body hit the floor. Which, um, yeah, no, as a song. banger for a club. Yeah, yeah, it was at a time, but that, you know, you talk about songs being overplayed, man. I mean, shit, that's. Holy song, shit, yeah. Yeah, I don't even know how many times I've heard it. I've no desire to ever hear it again. I really don't. It's fucking. It's not even that good a song. One, something's wrong with me. Two, Two something's wrong with me. It's something's just got to give. Yeah, I'll hold it. Yeah. I mean, no, they, had, okay. they had other ones. I mean, I remember Sinner. You look at me. Yeah, see, yeah. I, I only know that one. Yeah. I don't know, maybe if it was played. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, I'm just saying. The minute you say Drowning Pool, you think bodies. bodies. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was it about them? The singer's dead now, isn't it? See? Yeah, I'm pretty sure the singer's dead. I tried hard not to make a body hit in the floor joke. Oh. <laughs> uh, nah, Apologies. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, that's, again, it's just, so many of these bands we mentioned, it's just one hit wonders. Yeah, but but we remember them, remember the lyrics. Yeah, <laughs> you know, really like, do. Oh, here's a good one. Again, like I said, I know, big, dry kill logic. See, I don't. 
I was just looking at them on my list and I was thinking, who are these? No, I mean, I know the name, but like, I would never have like, I would never, I, I knew nothing by them. I think by that point I'd either moved on yeah. or they just never hit my radar. I mean, they come like, quite late in it, 2001 their debut. Oh, album. yeah, okay. Yeah, so that is quite late. So then, yeah, maybe done. I don't know any of the songs. I don't recognise anything about it. Oh, that's cool though. What? Track 9 is called Track 13. Ooh, edgy. <laughs> <laughs> Evanescence. Oh, yeah, Bring Me To Life. Yep. Oh, um, that is a new metal album, yeah. yeah. She, yeah. What's her name? Oh. Amy, Amy, Amy Lee, Lee, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Amy Lee, yeah. She, 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 on her own, has a successful career. Yep. Um, as a solo singer. Yep. And I believe, I don't know if it's still happening, I believe there was talk of Evanescence reunited. I did a review. Didn't she sack all her band called, uh, Amy, members? She did a song called Love Exists quite recently that right. I did a single review from. And then I remember afterwards saying, like, why this song is absolutely beautiful? I feel really bad for like reviewing it because this is like by no way a metal song. But the whole story about it, when I was doing research on it, was that she was releasing a solo song to build up marketing publicity for the fact that Evanescence were going to be releasing another album. Mm. I don't know if that ever is going to happen or came to. I don't. It hasn't come to pass yet because we would have probably heard something about it. It'd probably be front page of Metal Hammer. Yeah, it would be, yeah, <laughs> I mean, know. I don't, I think they're still about, but I'm pretty sure it was something, like, the latest, or maybe in the last year, correct me if I'm wrong, I mean, did she sack most of her band? Yeah, I think this was around the time she did the new song, though. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, it was only, like, it was only about, it was only, like, 2017, like, late 2017. Right, so it's quite, it. oh, so it's literally not even been, like, yeah, six so months. Yeah, it could still be happening, yeah. I mean, not going to give any exclusive out here, guys, but watch out, Evanescence are coming back, potentially. Woo! Flyleaf. No, another one I don't know. Mudvayne. Mudvayne had a great album. Um, don't know the, I can't remember the LD50. Ah, oh, yes, it. LD50. It's a good album, wasn't it? Had it had Dig on it, which is the most famous song, but yep. I'm just trying to find the album. Um, Death Blooms was a banging fucking Death tune. Death Blooms. Who covers Death Blooms these days? Oh, really? Somebody covers it. I can't remember wow. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I can't remember who it was. I'm just trying to remember the name of the song that I really liked. Really. Nothing to Gain. Oh, yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Great album. It was yeah. a great album. No arguments here. And ultimately as well, out of the death of Mudvayne, Hell Yeah was born. I didn't realise how Mudvayne... Because they didn't have like one album, they had five. Yeah. I, didn't, I knew they had a couple. I knew that I, I recognised the end of All Things to Come as a name. Um, there's a track off... Um, a track off... Yeah, it must be the end of All Things to Come that was used in the horror movie Ghost Ship. Oh, right. The one that has like the really gory opening and then gets really shit afterwards. Um... Off that album, fuck. I can't the two singles that were released was "Not Falling." That's and it. World so cold. Not falling. I not fall. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that was a good song as well. I was using Ghost they, had a, they had a fucking image, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone just <laughs> um, they came. They were a bit lucky, really, because everyone was like, "Oh, you're just trying to be Slipknot." Yeah. Like what, what Mushroom Head suffered, even though Mushroom yeah. Head had been around before Slipknot. The, the Mushroom Head were busy like trying to take Slipknot to court for trying to be Mushroom oh, Head, and everyone else was saying, "Why are you copying Slipknot?" Oh. <laughs> right, this band are actually around now. Godsmack. Yeah. Ever a fan? Uh, no, not really. Um, I guess it's one of those bands that I don't really hate. Mm. I don't really care that much for. I know they they were in they played recently didn't yeah. they, in London. Yeah, I can't remember. It was only a couple about a month ago. Coco. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would never have gone. No, I'm not big enough a fan to go. You know, I wouldn't have uh, enjoyed it. Same here. Um, they weren't on my radar back then. They're more on my radar now, but not a fan. So it's simple yeah. as that. Right, we're gonna now touch on one of the bands that I consider the worst of new metal. Um, Spine Shank. Do you know much Spine Shank? Yeah. Yeah. I do. But I quite like their uh, one of their albums. Oh, okay. 
Um, but I'm, gonna, I'm just going to try and find what it's called because I know they had a few and I know I didn't like all of them. The Height of Callousness. That's it, the big one. Yeah. Um, let me just try. I'm trying to find something that sounds synthetic, New Disease. It was New Disease was the Bing one, wasn't it? Yeah, but there was a song on it that I really liked. It might have been called Transparent. Did that have the cover of the Beatles song on it? No. Nah. When my guitar gently weeps? No, nah, that's not on this one. Okay. Because that oh, cover on. is fucking horrific. There might be, actually, because there's a Digipack version. No. 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 They had a couple of other albums, though, so that wasn't even their first, actually. Their first was called Strictly Diesel. Fuck. Then they had one called Self-Destructive Pattern. Wow, so it was um, the higher colourlessness that really was their big moment then. Yeah, it looks that way, and maybe Self-Destructive Pattern. I think that might have, uh, might have been a, a popular one as well. It's got fucking loads of stuff on there. <laughs> more than I thought yeah I mean well strangely enough the last album they released was in 2012 oh wow yeah so. well, are they, they're still active oh I don't know that's nuts. it goes 98, 2000, 2003 then nothing till 2012 oh so they have come back done um, one album but it doesn't say that they're not still going well then sorry they did, there was a best for spine check in the middle of that oh, oh wow so you like them then I like that album okay I did there's a problem I don't, uh, it's hard to say I like the album there's four or five songs on the album that I remember and I quite like, and I actually still have on my music on here. Okay. Which I thought were pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Alright, Head PE, Head Planet head Earth. Planet Earth. Still rocking around as well. Yeah, they do a lot of stuff with the same glam was actually. Yeah. <laughs> They're alright. I got the wish you would Head PE. They play at like um, their, their Juggalo Festival. Oh, okay. And all that quite a bit. Oh, I didn't know that was their association. Yeah. But yeah, I got the wishes with Head PE. I wasn't a big fan back in the day, but certainly no problem with them. Il Nino. Well, that's a one album. It is, isn't it? Probably not even one album. They're pushing it. it. Could have easily been a single with like two tracks on it. Or something. Revolution, like Revolution. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of like there's, there's not really much about El Nino that there is to like. I know that they're still around, didn't they? Mm. They are. They're still there. I don't think they've ever stopped. In fact, didn't they have an? I'm pretty sure they have. Have I reviewed their most recent album? Uh, Till death, la, no. No. It says there is an album to be announced in 2018. Okay. The one before that was 2014, so possibly, but. No, that would have been too early. Yeah. Would have been too early. All right, well, we'll be looking God, at El Nino. God and... Save Us, that's the song I that's like. That's it. God save yeah. yeah, I remember, oh, God. It would, and that it... what comes around. Oh, and it'd have that really, well, oh, yeah, God like, At the time, it, it, you know, things, I, I would imagine now, being more seasoned, if I listen to it now, I'd probably find all sorts of flaws in it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, but at the time, I remember there's a couple of heavy songs in there, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely, yeah. All right, Incubus. <laughs> yeah, I've got no time for it, really, for Incubus. I, I'd, I don't hate Incubus. I just don't really want to listen to Incubus. Yeah, I got no, I got nothing good to say about Incubus. Boring, bland, yeah, it's shit. Um, right, we've touched on one already. Um, Mushroom Head. Now I'm going to talk about XX, which is their big album, yeah. and I think this album is fucking brilliant. I think it's a brilliant fucking album. Pretty solid all the way through. Yeah, it's a great album. They never, um, it you was, know, uh, X three when it's thirteen. No, no, just XX. I'm sure. They yeah. They haven't even got that listed as an album. X, oh, was X3. it like a mix? A special? It might have been then like... Um... I thought it was called 13. No, it was called like XX. What am I thinking of? And excuse me for a moment. I'm checking something. This is going to bother me now. It, XX was an album. Yeah, it was. It was a compilation. That's oh, why. Right, okay. I'm talking of... That's why. So you basically, yeah, XX is the mushroom album we want to get because it's basically a compilation album of all their best. So go go check that out. 
Um, I, I know that Mushroom Head is still relevant. Yeah. Uh, as in, they still play these days, and I actually got to see them. Uh, when did I see them? Oh, we do support, uh, support it? the same fan party. That's right, yeah. Um, wasn't expecting much because I know that the reason we all liked X, X, or 13 or any of them was, yep. was because of the singer, and that singer has not only gone, but like then also been replaced like yeah, there's been a bit of a revolving door <laughs> yeah. in that band. But we saw them live, or I saw them live, and they were really, really, really good. Yeah. They were really good. They put on a fucking awesome show. They had two big bass drums at the front with two guys drumming them, another drummer up on a platform at the back. So it's really drum heavy. Yeah. Um, loads of effort. Like, uh, they had like a luminous lights on the drum basins and water in them so that when they're playing the drums... Oh, you mentioned that. So cool luminous, looking. Drum water drops are shooting up in the air as they're both doing it synchronised together. It's really impressive, man. I remember a lot of people that were in there to see the same clown party were probably... Look, there were a lot of people looking forward to seeing them, mm. but there was a lot of people that were probably like, eh, not really yeah, yeah, yeah. about this. But like when they played, it was one of those things, you know, where at your gig sometimes where like everyone just suddenly comes, they're like, oh, what's happening over here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone came and it was like, it just went from like a hundred people watching and people milling about to suddenly heaving and everyone just like, shit, this is awesome. This is awesome, really into it, you know, yeah. So. Nice build back. Yeah. yeah, awesome. Um, all right then, My Ruin. Yeah, don't give a monkey about My Ruin. Um, was that Terry B? That's it, Terry yeah. B, yeah. I used to like Terry B. Mm. Pretty sure I had a poster of her on me. Yeah, I think we all fucking <laughs> had a Terry B. But, then, but yeah, strange enough, I didn't like my room. So. It's weird because as well, like everybody knew as well she was married to McMurphy, yeah. the fucking guitarist in the band. Um, I got a funny story about my room. I was never a fan, um, but I used to go to a lot of gigs back in the day just because I wanted to go to a gig. And I remember me and my, at the time she was my girlfriend, uh, wife at now, um, got tickets to go see my room at least we thought we did and now looking back there was something like £7.50 which even back then was fucking cheap mm. didn't think much of it even the venue was really really weird it was like some club in the middle of like weird London place we didn't really look at what we were buying clearly because it wasn't a gig instead it was a birthday celebration for Terry B so you paid to go there and if you were lucky she might show up when we got there it was like we realised like what the fuck like it was basically a pub she weren't there Um it wasn't a gig, there was a DJ, and that was it. And it was like, did we just pay to come to her birthday celebration, even though she's not here? <laughs> um, I, at the time, they were they were not, they were big in our local circuit, but Panic Cell, yeah. the singer was there, so I got chatting to him, and he signed my stub. They're not, they're not around anymore, Panic Cell. Um, they folded ages ago. Um, and that was my, and just before we were gonna leave, because I think after we were there about an hour, we were like, well, this is fucking stupid. Mm. Let's just go to a pub. Uh, Tarry B walked in. Um, but she got mobbed and it was like, okay, right, well, well, let's just go, you know, bye, you know, but yeah, that's it. That's all I've got to say about my ruin. Yeah. Fucking weird story. Go. That's it. <laughs> Still got that stub in my fucking book with his signature on it. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't know much about my ruin mm. and I don't know much about Terry B other than I remember being quite fit. Um, I was, because I don't know much about her, I was just looking in a little bit about her. Yeah. Um, to be fair to her, she's had quite the history and she's also the epitome of why new metal was bad um, and trying to cross over because she's actually much, 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 much more famous for being a female rapper. The oh, people really? like Dr. Dre all mentioning her about the first proper white female rapper they ever met before she that. joined My Ruin Holy as shit. part of a crossover band. Um, there are wow loads of little, like very, very strange things that she's been involved in since 1998. You know, it says basically that... Uh, She's, she's known best as being a rapper um, from like 1998, uh, active since 1986 onwards. Started her music career as part of a female dance group. Then she went, she worked with Eazy-E, uh, signed to his label on the Ruthless Records. 
um, releasing a rap album called The Power of a Woman. Um, what the fuck? Alleged she was assaulted by Dr. Dre at the 1990 Grammy Award for not collaborating with him on the NWA albums. What, so he hit her or something? I don't know if it's alleged. So. Alleged? What the fuck? Um, that's amazing. Oh, no, that's actually what it says. Oh, my God, what a great story. Um, so she, 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 uh, everyone with NWA, like Above the Law and the DOC, whenever they do an album, all of the guys appear on the last track. Yep. So they were going to do that with me at one point, and Ice Cube was writing lyrics to a track called Ain't Your Bitch. <laughs> oh my God. And she said, no, nah, I ain't doing that. She refused, because it's a power of a woman thing. Yeah. And uh, rewrote the track as a diatribe against a label mate. So basically rewrote the track calling them names, oh. instead of letting them call women names. Right. When Dr. Dre heard the track, he apparently turned up at the award ceremony party at the Grammys, where he punched Harry twice, once in the mouth or once in the eye. Oh my <laughs> and God. And she said, he hit me like Tyson, but I took it. <laughs> so yeah like that's she's got a, quite a story that's, that's quite a fucking story we, we might have to do a Terry B special Jesus you know, people like Iggy Pop and all that have, uh, on BBC Radio on a, on a show about Iggy Pop's legacy in his life he mentioned uh, Terry B called uh, something about a song called Ruthless Bitch saying she was very much a part of every story I was involved in she's the first proper white girl rapper I remember wow and I did not know any of this I just thought so, so you know what I say about the epitome of the crossover this is where the White girl rappers working with people like Dr. Dre and EZE are saying, well, actually, no, let's move into new metal because there's enough crossover. Wow, crossover yeah, you're right. I mean, we, well, wow, that's we, amazing. We, not personally, but we jumped on it going, hey, these are, these are our guys. And it's like, no, they're not. Look at that. <laughs> We're doing a podcast and getting educated at the same time. Isn't it? One minute silence. One minute silence I remember seeing, but uh, as a support to somebody else, I think it might have actually been Machine Head. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, I that makes sense. Machine Head. And uh, I remember going into it not giving the monkeys about them whatsoever, mm. and then coming out of it really enjoying the show because they were massively active, energetic. Oh, that kind of thing. pillars, loud hailers, all that sort of Infectious. stuff. Infectious. Uh, I remember really enjoying it. However, I mustn't have enjoyed it a huge amount because I never then came out and started becoming a, like a fan. I never came out and started listening to their albums or anything right. like that. You so know? maybe just the more... But was, like, I enjoyed it live. I remember seeing it. I said, I'm not sure if it was Machine or not, but it was, some, it was around that time. I'm looking pretty much just going to see Machine every year, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, then. P.O.D. Ah. Yeah, there's only one song there, Alive. So alive. It was yeah. as a Christian metal, wasn't it? That's right, Christian yeah. Christian new metal. Yeah, basically um, same here. It's that one song, I just started fucking singing. I can even yeah. picture the video. That's how Inflo, like you said, Tom, that's sticking with you. It was a car crash, wasn't it? Yeah, what was it? Satellite. The I album. don't know the album. The album I don't know the album. Satellite. I remember the album now. I'm pretty sure it was that, like 2001. Yep. Um, late, late of it, but yeah. Yeah, Alive Youth of the Nation. Yeah, of course. We are, we are. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Interestingly, that is actually their fifth, no, fourth album. It's weird how one just comes along and it's just Started like, that's in 1994 and still going and released, they've released, what's that, nine albums so far? Last one in 2015. Wow, still so, really active. It's weird, like you said, purely because of the time that New Metal was about, mm. people hooked on the satellite and then fucked them off again after. Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that's what I mean. It seems like yeah. you had that one album. Yeah, we're and then dicks, went... man, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about dicks, which segue is lovely because Wes Scat- Scantlin is a bit of a dick. Puddle of Mud, man. Now, yeah. I'll be very surprised if you've got anything good to say about these. I like one song by Puddle of Mud. Really? Uh, blurry. I thought it was a nice ballad at the time. I'm not saying I like it now. I remember at the time. I'm no, shaking my head, I, man. I didn't know like two songs, I think, from There's one called I Hate You or She Hates You. Yeah, yeah. She, she hates fucking me. hates me. Yeah. Um, but I didn't like that song. But I remember the song Blurry. Um, from everything I see about the man now, I only ever read, there's only ever negative press about him, to be honest with you. Um, like, storming out shows, refusing to turn up. Like, somehow two tracks yep. of an album back in 1990 inflated his ego to such a point yeah where I know he feels like he's Lars Ulrich or something like that and just bowls about thought they were a horrid band back in the day I think they're a horrid band now and every story I don't even really have that much sympathy for kind of like 
um, the troubles he's in nowadays because um, he's just a dislikable person. Yeah, I mean, you know, I you don't want to wish ill on people, but he's just a dislikable man. And their influence on rock and metal has been next to nothing. Yeah, they got lucky, as far as I see. The album Come Clean. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, I mean, like I said, you know, this is the thing. Like, look, I look in the stuff here and it says he's got like seven albums and all that mm. sort of stuff and all I can pull is like one or two tracks yep that's it so it's not had that much of an impact talking about getting lucky this is next band is one that I consider the only reason why they ever got any success is by the association of a Fred Simple Man Fred Durst alright Stained Oh, Stain. Fucking hell, I hate Stain. <laughs> Holy shit that's depressive moody shit man it's horrid isn't it yeah but I'm trying to think of what Name a couple of songs. I'm trying to think of a couple of Stain songs. Well, it's the big one. I know they all sound the same, isn't it? There's one song there. It's been a while. It's like Coldplay. Yeah. They're like like the fucking rock. They were, basically. And if it hadn't been for Fred Durst on that um, track. Dirty people. They would probably never. What was the one that they did together then? It's. What's the fucking title of it? It's from Break the Cycle, I believe. Break the Cycle. Yeah, because they were on the Family Values tour. Um, Outside. I'm on the outside. I'm on the outside. I'm looking at, and it, the, the video was live and Fred Durst was sitting y'all and saying shit like that on the steps oh god yeah. it hurts to even think about it yeah I mean I've got no time at all to listen to Stained stuff mm. I only know a couple of songs man but they're yeah, enough, oh yeah, they're thank enough fuck. that's all you need to know we could be missing out though you might be like the rest of the album might be banging I, you might I, put the acoustic guitar down and like they just stop riffing I really doubt <laughs> it so I guess we'll talk about one of the big ones then Soulfly now we've already discussed at the start in the fact that yeah. it's really only one album it is and probably back album. to the primitive yeah or primitive yeah you, I mean you might push to the second one but only just uh, but the, yeah primitive is um, it's new metal because it's a collaboration really more than anything else like that, as I sort it? of see it yeah I mean it was I, I had it it was a good album I still remember somebody in our family mm. broke the case yeah. I'll never forget that, whoever it was. <laughs> oh, God. In case you want to come clean. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't remember. I really don't remember. You remember the case there? The black case in there with, uh, with that logo. Yeah, I just don't remember getting it breaking. No, no, it. I wasn't going to have that. I just <laughs> said you remember because it was quite. I remember the case specifically because it was nice. Yeah. You don't really get like. It wasn't clear glass plastic. It That's was, like, right, nice, yeah. shiny plastic. And it had, uh, it had some terrible songs on it. Terrible songs on it. Um, yeah. Eye for an Eye is not a good song. Um, it's not a good song it's an okay song yeah okay fair song. enough it's not like a you know you listen to fucking Cavalier Conspiracy and Soulfly and Sepultura these days mm. Eye for an Eye is just Eye for an Eye yeah. no, 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 no. almost on repeat for like three minutes yeah you know we expect better from Max to be totally honest no that's there. true yeah 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 um, I know like we always kind of liked the little uh, mix ups and stuff like that and the Brazilian sort of stuff but yeah. like Umba Vara Uma oh yeah that's pretty bad actually yeah, yeah. Um, there are some I didn't realise actually until looking at this here how many collaborations, collaborations there were yeah. on there like uh, the fact that I just said the iPhone I shit and it had Dino Cazares and Burton C. Bell on it yeah yeah. which I did not know but jump, I, don't, I don't remember that anyway Jump the Fuck Up had Corey Taylor yeah um, was no, no, that's the next album isn't it? Hmm? that's the next album Primitive I'm sorry I'm on the first album oh I'm on Primitive oh sorry I was on Soulfly oh okay the debut album which is the one which had Fred Durst and everything yeah like see I consider Primitive their new metal album as much as anything right. so yeah so Soulfly is the one that had like Fred Durst and people like that on it just the one okay uh, yeah because Primitive had Pain which had Chino yeah, on so, it um, Tom yeah, Chino, Chino's on the first album as well though with First Commandment <laughs> they're all just everywhere aren't they but yeah like Primitive had him 
uh, with Tom Raya as well from Slayer. So, yeah. like, you know what I mean? It's a song called Quilombo featuring Benji Webb of Skindred. Wow. And DJ Lethal. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'll Benji Webb again on Prejudice. <laughs> wow. Prejudice is actually a really good song. Yeah, I was going to say. It's <laughs> That's actually, to be fair. Yeah, I can't really argue with that one. Yeah. I don't realize how long that album was. Six, right, we are going to move on. Minutes. We are going to move on to some of the bigger ones, but we're going to do this in a different way, not just listing the bands and talking about them. So yeah. many moons ago, I can actually tell you the date. Ah, oh, February first, two thousand and fourteen. A long time ago, mm. I did a top ten new metal album list. Right now, I'm moving, moving this laptop so you can't see no, it. That's right. Now I want to see how many Brendan would be able to get in this top ten. What the bands that are good. Well, basically, yeah. These, what would you consider these? That's the problem. This is about 10. whether I consider them new metal or not. I suppose, isn't it? Well, Corn are going to be. Oh, is it albums or bands? Albums and bands. All right. Same thing. Well, the albums. What's the album by the band? Corn, follow the leader. Right, follow the leader. Um, it will be in here for yeah. sure. I'm just wondering where I'm going to put it. Um, it is number two. Corn, follow the leader. Yay. So yeah, agreed. It's probably <laughs> if you were to go. Someone says, "Well, look, I know Corn's a new metal band, but what album do I listen yeah. to?" Um, it's for the leader, isn't it? Wouldn't be one in mine, but I reckon it would be your. It might even be your number one, but it'll be high up. I reckon a uh, hybrid theory by Linkin Park. It's number ten. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought it would been higher up than that. No. Um, yeah. Best as best things. Hybrid theory. Yeah, it's number ten. I mean, again, as I said, it's it's Linkin Park, Hybrid Theory, and just Hybrid Theory. To be fair, I can't remember the name of the next album. I know the band, but I can't remember um, the Cold Chamber, but I can't remember the name of the album. Oh, it's, it's Cold first, Chamber. Is it, is it just self-titled? It's self-titled. Is it number seven? How oh, is it? Three for three at the right. moment. Okay, yeah. next one. And actually one that I liked. Well, I'm just going to try and get the album quickly because I can't remember the fucking name. No, we have touched upon some of these already. The but Impossibility of Reason, Chimera. No, Chimera's not any of these. No? But you, yeah, uh, we didn't, yeah, Chimera. Um, but it's not in the top ten. Deftones. Okay, uh, yeah, all right. Uh, around the Fur. No. No. Deftones, yes. Oh, White that... Pony. Oh, man. Because it's because like, I'm older. I'm always going to be one out yeah, before yeah. you. It's back to school, mini maggot, a digital bath, night party. Old feet, my old summer, shove it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course it was, yeah. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, Deftones is in there. I, I kind of... I don't want to say it because I don't see them as new metal, man. But I think back in the day, people might have said it. Like maybe Digimortal. Did Fear I Factory. Put, yeah, it would have been... It's not my top ten because I don't think I considered it new no, metal. That's but good. it was I'm kind of locked into it. In I'm fine with it. Um... Manson in there? No Manson. No Manson. Right, I'll give you, because it's filling the gaps. Right, so this one, number nine, is a debut album. And basically, pump, put this band in. They're still around now, still active. They're, they moved on from new metal completely, but the debut album was all Are over. Are you a fan of them? Never was oh, a okay. fan, but oh. could sing you songs of it. It wasn't the one I was going to go for then. Was never a fan, um, and I grew to hate their modern music as well. We reviewed their latest album quite recently. Um, but yeah, their debut album... It, they, they, you couldn't get away with a certain song being played on Kerrang and is it System of a Down it, it System's in there it is System of a Down's Toxicity is oh, number right. three but this is number nine so number think number nine so like I said in, I'm in, trying to think of a band that I'm trying you, to think, you, you don't really like like out of these ones that I'm thinking because I was thinking like Slipknots and people like that but you know I don't think you'd say that you hate Slipknots Slipknots self-titled yeah. is number one. Oh, right, okay. as the top ten Papa Roach Yes. Oh, okay. Infest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, new, um, and the new album is shit. Yes, it is. It's, they've done a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, but, um, yeah, you can go anywhere that us resort being played. Um, it's as simple as that. If you were talking like this is a new metal album, it's so fucking that. Yeah. We already did Disturb the Sickness. It was number six. Cool. Uh, Mudvayne's LD50 is number five, but you missed off number four. And I reckon you'll like this album. 
Um, yeah, I like it. I don't know if it's a debut, and they, they're still around, but they again, they've had so many member changes. In fact, I'm sure one of them got arrested recently for stealing the band's guitars. They're a bit of a fucking mess. I don't even know that story. Um, um, yeah. God, how would I... There's like There was like eight of them in the band. Eight of them? Yeah, like seven or eight of them, a huge band for what they were doing, you know? No, I think you've lost me on this one. American Head Charge. Oh, okay. The War of I Arts. didn't know they were in that. I know they changed members an awful lot. I didn't know they were in that much of a mess where they were stealing. Like, yeah, that is a story. That is a story. Yeah. Um, the American Head Charge stealing guitars. Something about that. But yeah, that. Yeah. I like the. Yeah, I'll say with everyone else. The War of Arts, good album. You just get confused all the time. Whether it's called The War of Art or The Art of War. Art of War, yeah. <laughs> I think they're trying to be funny by that one. Yeah, in um, April, American Head Charge frontman arrested for stolen guitars. <laughs> Not a fucking joke. What a dick. Um, I think that's it. Because you had System of Down, Toxicity, Corn Followed Leader, and Slipknot, Slipknot. So that's what I put as what would be the 10 albums that you went, well, there's 10 great new metal, or, you know, new metal albums yeah. that you uh, you would you'd basically hand someone almost. So would you not class Ramstein as a new metal? No. No. Not it's even too the first eclectic. album? No, no. Definitely not the first album. If, I was, if there's going to be any, it would be Mutter. But that's just the timing. Yeah. That's just when it came out. Um, I'd be very yeah. I couldn't really see that. It's too eclectic. There's not enough because it's difficult. You see, you start lumping everything that's fucking alternative. Well, that's what you start doing as well. You start saying anything that anything that came out in that year therefore must be new metal. Yeah, you know? and it can't be the case. Have to look at some through some of the other bands that people kind of classed as you know like um uh, what was I just looking at Raging Speedhorn. Yep. Um, Skin Lab. Stuck Mojo. Oh, still around. Reviewed yeah. their latest album. Sucked. Yeah, there's a lot. Amen. Do you remember Amen? Yeah, oh God, yeah. Um, they were shit. The Price of Reality. They had, some, they had some good songs. I like this punk attitude. Casey Chaos. That was it, Casey Chaos. So here's the thing. It is a proper, just like, constantly they had, had, had. At no point do we have we said, I think, at any stage where they're like, no. they still have. It's only your big ones, like your Slipknot. Yeah. But even your bigger ones, like Systems Are Down. I mean, the fuck have they done in the last 15 years? No. You know? So it's kind of like... That's what I'm saying. That's what I was trying to say earlier on. Like, probably putting it badly, though. But, like, I think the bands that are still around, it may not be that they were ever actually properly new metal. It's just that they were around before, around after, and they just happened to release albums in the new metal stage. Yep. Therefore, they were called new metal. Yep. You know? I th- Even I said Fear Factory, Digimort, or, like, you know, kind of regrettably, because it came out around that time. And if you then you start analysing, you go, well, it had a bit more commercial kind of element. That's right, yeah. Was. So was that a new metal album? Fear Factory around before, around after... If you took new metal out of the equation, it sounds like a fine as a Fear Factory career. Yep. It's purely because an album came out then. Yeah, yeah. They a new metal band. I was listening to I was listening to Digimortal around the same time I was listening to Spine Shank and Lip Biscuit and all that. Oh, we didn't we didn't talk about uh, Kid Rock. My name <laughs> is Kid. That's uh, all I got to say. Um, yeah. My so my my, my I am um, well we'll touch upon it briefly then. Um, can't stand him, the music and so on. And as a wrestling fan, having to listen to American Badass every time <laughs> Undertaker rode out on his bike during his American Badass phase did not help. Did not help. Um, I think the I think I could have been okay with American Badass because he was he was he was sampling or using Sad but True. Yeah. But then they, there was that bomb to bang that one. Yeah. Oh bar fuck. Bar to, yeah. Fuck. You know. <laughs> he did a. Uh... I don't even know if he does anything anymore or what he does. Well, he, was, he was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame was he? this year. Oh, good on um, him. He's a wrestler. Because, no, because he's in the celebrity wing of his association with WWE. He's uh, done several songs for the wrestlers over the years, obviously. Yeah. 
I don't want to like talk ill of him, but you know, yeah. he you know he doesn't he looks old. <laughs> That's it. But he's had a fairly new album, recent album, I think. How dare he? Yeah, I remember sort of seeing he did. Did he have the song as well? I'm a cowboy. That's is that Bon Jovi? That's Bon Jovi. No, he oh, did um, bon Sweet Home Alabama, didn't he? That's it. Oh, he yeah. did a cover Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, we're gonna wrap it up with one band we haven't covered in proper detail. We might as well. Slipknot. No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> the biscuit. Oh, okay. The purveyors. I, I know we touched upon faith and stuff like that. Yeah. But ultimately, if you're talking probably the arguably the most biggest selling album of that time, Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog yeah. Flavored Water. Yeah. Um, I said, but I was listening to this album. I owned this album. I owned it. I probably still have it somewhere at home if I still. If you reckon? In a box somewhere. <laughs> probably broken. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I mean, I did. Uh, I wouldn't say I became a huge fan. I did listen to this album. I did enjoy some of it. Mm. I did hate some of it. Um, I'm pretty sure I owned the previous ones too. Significant other, definitely. Yeah. Had great stuff on it. That's right, yeah. I'm not sure about $3 bill, y'all. Yeah, I think that was really... Uh, that was the first, wasn't it? Yeah. And I definitely haven't owned anything since Chocolate Starfish. Well, yeah, the next... Yeah, so... Well, my significant other and Chocolate Starfish came out with only, well, 1999 and 2000. Yeah. I mean, they struck when I was hot. Results may vary. Holy shit, I know nothing about this. Oh, actually, is this the album that has that cover on it? Behind, Behind Blue, Blue Eyes. Eyes. I fucking hated that song <laughs> so much. So fucking much. And that, that was it. That was the last one they did until um, Gold Cobra in 2011, which I remember when... Oh, is it on Gold Cobra? It must be. Or was it a single separately? No idea. Fuck, what's the name of the song? I can't remember the name of the song, but the one he did with Little Wayne. Oh, right. I don't and know it. it came out, and I remember hearing it and thinking, like, it was so just, oh my God, they're doing the same fucking thing again. I was so fucking annoyed about it. It was hard. And some of the lyrics were absolutely horrid. Horrid. But my biggest thing about... Um, I'll always remember this. Was reading an interview with Wes Borland saying you couldn't pay me to go back to Limp Biscuit. Right. Well, guess they paid you enough, did they, mate? So you, you go know? back then. Well, yeah, he's still he's, he's still in the band. They're still classed as an active band then. Yep, still classed as an active right. band. In fact, they, they are supposed to be. Um, oh, this, this, this disco elephant. That's right. Yeah, still to TBA. Yeah. Yeah, it's been on and off for how long? I don't know. Hopefully long. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully longer. But yeah. Yeah. They are. There were lots of weird things that happened back in the middle of the day, including Fred Durst becoming popular. I think one of the things that I always, uh, I quite enjoyed, although, it, you know, when you look back at it as a gimmick, was that what people used to do with the albums, used to fuck about with um, bonus tracks and stuff like that yeah. at the end of a CD, mm. or uh, on Corn's Follow the Leader, the first, like, 13 or 18 tracks are blank, yeah. and then it kicks in at, like, track 19 or something like that with the first song. That's right, yeah. It's like those little gimmicks, you know, you'd be like, oh, I'll leave the CD playing at the end. And if it keeps playing, you think like, oh, maybe there's another song here. You can keep going for like five, six minutes. Yeah, a lot of them did that as well. Yeah, it was a big thing. It was like part of, I don't know, nothing, maybe not, not necessarily part of new metal, but it was a new metal band that were doing it. Because they all thought they were funny. When they were sitting in the cave down below plotting new metal. Yeah. That's what they were doing. They are going, well, we're all going to do this now. Well, Manson did it on um, Antichrist Superstar. Um, well, the only reason I brought it up actually, because it says, I didn't know this, but apparently it happens on Chocolate Starfish as well. Does it? Um, outro ends at four minutes 50. Instead of silence, the group members laughing can be heard. Then you wait for a while, and at seven minute forty, a hidden track begins. Oh, which I don't know what it is. Well, if you were listening to Antichrist Superstar, it ends at sixteen. Man that you fear, which is a great song. 
Then if you wait all the way to track 99, track 99 right. is a hidden track, minute 39. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was like a, there used to be lots of little gimmicks like this, man, back in the day. Back in the old... Yeah, it's weird. In the good old days. It's weird, yeah. No one ever does that anymore, really, yeah. Nah. I kind of like the fact that they don't, I guess, in a way. But it used to be quite funny. I guess when I was younger, I used to appreciate it. because Not because I, I wanted them to hide a song. But because when you found one... Like if you had an album that you really liked and it was done. Mm. And then you found something else on top of that. You could just be like, it was like, yes, another song. This is fucking brilliant. So, well, actually, I'm going to end with a question. Uh-oh. One, just a very straightforward, easy to answer question. What is the best new metal album to you? Best new metal album to me, probably Slipknot's debut. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, in terms of best songs on it, best impact. You mean uh, Slipknot, 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 not yeah. the... Oh yeah, sorry, no, I mean the... Yeah, yeah, not the feed, kill, yeah. repeat when no, no one actually knows about. No, the uh, yeah. self-titled. Self-titled, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, I mean, yeah. It's, it's a good album. Even today, it's still a good album. I still have it on here and I still listen to songs off it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I still think things like Sick and um, Wait and Bleed and all that, they're amazing songs. Yeah. Um, and I think yeah. Aya was very good, but I don't think even that, and I don't think Sid not have ever hit the same height again. Oh, great. You yeah. Know? They've had great songs, but not yeah, a great, great album. Songs, they've had good albums, but that album was like, you know, how, how, long, how long did that come out? Like 99? 99, I think. So we're talking nearly, nearly two decades later, yeah. and I'm still happily listening to it today, and I, I don't think it's aged bad at all. I think it still sounds like. Because it was raw, it was meant to be raw, so it worked because it still sounds raw. Yeah. You know, whereas some of the other things back in the day, you thought, like, oh, it sounds quite polished, you listen to it today, and it sounds raw as fuck. So it fits, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I can't really argue with that, yeah. You know, That's so, pretty much perfect. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. I'm like, well, I'm not going to start doing a top ten or anything like that. But if I was going to no. throw one more in there, just the second one, then the immediate one, the only one that would come close to that would probably be Corn's debut. Oh, be the debut Corn. Yeah. Oh, okay, that'd be the only one that come close. You know, if you were, it's hard to, to split the two. I think Sinner Album is a much better album actually than Corn's debut in terms of debuts. Mm. Uh, although I think Corn then went on and had better albums than their debut. Oh, better overall albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, like uh, we're sitting not. <laughs> Not not like they went downhill, but they didn't really hit the same heights. Whereas Corn actually went higher. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd go with that. Yeah. You know, yeah. So I think yeah. if somebody come up to me and said, "Right, give me one album that epitomizes new metal, but it's good," I would say no. But I'll give you two. <laughs> Here's Corn's Corn uh, <laughs> and Slipknot, Slipknot. And yeah. yeah, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Cool. Right. Um, that's us. That's our discussion on the new metal. Like I said, it's all over the place. Apologies for that, but. It's too big. It's too wide. It's too yep. big. It's too confusing. And watch out for it. It's still out there. It's still out there.